Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I had to grab the book. He talks about there's meeting in the middle. There's meeting on your side. And then there's meeting later. So the meeting in the middle should be self-explanatory. Same thing with meeting on your side. But this meeting in the middle is really interesting. Meeting later. I'm sorry, meeting meeting later is really interesting. Because he talks about how instead of saying, we need to talk, let me know when you have time to talk, which is the later. Like, I know. Cringe. Trigger. (laughs) Trigger central. But he says, instead, approach your partner by saying, whenever you have some time, I would love to listen to whatever you have to say or whatever's on your heart or on your mind. Mm-hmm. So just let me know. Like, how much different do you instantly feel? Your guards are down, your walls. You're like, yeah. oh, well, I got time right now. Actually, if, if you got time. It just sounds so weird to hear. What do you mean? Like, whenever you have time, I'm, I want to listen to oh. what you have to say. What if the person's like, I'm not. I, don't I have nothing to say. to say. Yeah, sure. And in that moment, I guess it's like, I have nothing to say. But why do you ask? Yeah. Right. And then I would respond with, well, actually, I, I would love if you m- can make some time to listen mm-hmm. to some of the things I have to say. But I'm going to start with you first. You know, if you have to. Uh, I love the saying when you're able to be heard, you can hear better. Mm-hmm. So I would feel like if you're able to be heard and you feel like I, I validated you, then you would do the same for me. I love welcome back <laughs> <laughs> almost done <laughs> almost done shannon <laughs> i know you can't wait i feel like you just need to be like happy friday happy tuesday happy Monday. we don't know when they're watching or listening because <laughs> oh. welcome back i'm like i i was i've been here <laughs> i've been here <laughs> <laughs> okay so today we're going to be talking about Things I wish I had known before I got married. It's a little bit off off the book by Gary Chapman, but also just... The book matches my shirt, too. Oh, yeah. Just there you go. <laughs> it's also going to be off the book of the Davises. <laughs> but before we get into that, speaking of marriage, and we are a married couple who would like to have children one day. Today was an interesting day. <laughs> <laughs> I um, had my sperm retention tested. Is the test called the s- sperm retention test? I actually don't know what it's called. Anyways, I had to check on my swimmers, basically. And uh, Which we don't have the results yet, but the yeah. process. The <laughs> process is interesting. And maybe this is TMI, but maybe people want to know. So it's um, a bit awkward to start because you're walking into this office and everyone knows why you're there <laughs> right? well that's what i said to you i was like are you, are you you don't need me to go you're like no i'm good i was like so everyone's <laughs> just gonna know what you're going in the room yeah. to do well, if you were there they it wouldn't matter i mean they yeah. they know why i'm there whether i'm there with you and or an entourage and then when you come out of the room everyone knows what you just did <laughs> yeah so it's interesting because and then you know you're like okay well I'm not the first person to be going in here doing this. Let's just yeah. act mature yeah. <laughs> and, like get, and get in and get out. And that's it. So um, it wasn't as awkward as I thought, I guess, in the waiting room. There was one other guy. So, you know, we just had that moment <laughs> of like. Did you do like a nod? What's up, bro? <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, 
They called me first. He was he was sat there when I walked in and when I was leaving. I don't know. I don't know what was going on with him. But anyways. Yeah. Um and w- there there were two women in in the reception uh area and um one of them was like a little not as professional as the other one, I guess I would say. She was mm-hmm. kind of like, "How's it going?" You know, and I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> All right, you don't have to just put on this <laughs> act. I just let me know when I can get in. And so the other, the other one was like just straight face, like, you know, okay, sign here and fill out this. And she was like very formal and and efficient. And um, so that she goes, okay, we'll call your name. So the, you know, they call my name. Mind you, on the way there, when I drive, I did you set the mood? Like, did you put on no. like some R and B music? No. No, but w- when I drive, there's there's one of three things going on. Either there's a podcast on, one of four things, sorry. A podcast on, an audio book, music, or I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't think of, like, what book to be listening to on the way there. <laughs> and then I couldn't really, like, I, the podcast wasn't on my mind. And I was like, I normally call my boy Juice. I'm like, is it weird if I call him while I'm on my way to go do this? I called him anyway. He was at a his daughter's volleyball tournament. So I was like, okay, cool. So let me throw in this audio book. But even like that, you know, I'm never thinking twice about who I'm calling. You yeah, know, I, just, yeah. I just call, but all all for this experience. <laughs> and um, so anyway, so so fast forward to the office. They call my name up. Okay, cool. So um, she's like, all right, just follow me. We she brought me to this room, and and um, this is the real professional one. And she uh-huh. was like, very like. I wish she had a little bit more personality to her. Yeah. It just made it kind of awkward. She's like, okay, um, let us know when you're done. And uh, the door shuts and locks behind me. And I was like, okay, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I was like, I'm going into outer space or something. Like, <laughs> give me like 15 minutes. I'll be out. So um, speaking of the time, though, this was an important thought what? that I had because I was like, well, if I just come out in like three minutes, they're going to be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right. Let's, let's set the record. You know, like I didn't want to come out too fast or whatever. So I was like, all right, let me just like. Did you get started right away? Figure or this out. No, because it's awkward because the, the walls are thin. I can hear people in the hallway. Um, when I was walking to the room, there was a guy sitting outside of like, um, like at the end of the hallway, but it was mm-hmm. near my door, my room. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I walk in and, and I was curious to see like what kind of material they had just for my amusement. Yeah. And they had some magazines, which I'm like, do people still use magazines nowadays? And then they had some DVDs, which I'm like, I'm not touching. I'm not touching <laughs> anything in here that I don't have to touch, first of all. Um, but the chair that they <laughs> set up for me, I'll, I'll put the picture right here. Listener, just just try to use your imagination. <laughs> It was like, I, I swear they were his pee pads mm-hmm. where it was on like the seat yeah. and there was just like this white. When you sent me the photo, like without clicking on it, I was like, I was thinking it was like you were sending me like a photo of his Yeah, bathroom or, or I'm going to get like my head chopped off. And there's going to be blood gushing everywhere because the way it was oh set up was just like as if I can't control my situation. Like I'm just going to be spraying everywhere and, you know, so it was just like laughable. I'm like, this is odd, whatever. Um, I didn't sit in that chair though. You stood up. No, I didn't stand up. I sat down in another chair. I used the pad to sit down on. Um, but I didn't sit in that chair because I'm like, it's gonna be making so much noise. Wait, all the viewers are like totally <laughs> imagining you <laughs> I know. right now. Masturbating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, three seasons, we're here. I feel like we're we're this close now for me to be sharing. <laughs> my situation so funny first of all i asked i asked him for all these details earlier and i don't know yeah. if he was saving it to give them to me no i like, wasn't for this but he was just super like kind of vague after you're like yeah well we're on the phone i'm not gonna like de- it's like i'll wait yeah. for dinner or something you know yeah. but dinner. um <laughs> yeah um, when is there a good day yeah, or dessert when is <laughs> that would be the best time <laughs> but yeah i'm like if i sit on this chair and i'm making all this noise they're gonna hear me like <laughs> you know like <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, let me let me make my own concoction here and figure this out. Um, but there's also like this cup is not as big as it's not big enough. It's not big enough. Well, it, it barely is. It barely <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not like not just for me, but I think for anyone like it's it's like the same thing as a pea cup. Yeah. Yeah. Which is. <laughs> OK, let me 
uh, figure out how to explain this in a logical way. Okay, so when you when a man pees, it's easy to pee because we're not mm-hmm. erect. When a man is coming and we're erect, it's a little harder to to shift, <laughs> right? The gear shaft is a little stiff, <laughs> right? So I'm like, oh my god, I gotta, I gotta like concentrate. I can't trying to get every last drop. It's just like a whole thing. So, anyways. <laughs> Needless to say, it was not enjoyable. It was just like, I was thinking, I'm like, I, I got to get this right. I got to make sure I get it all in there. Hopefully this is enough. Um, so there might be people here, you know, it's just, it's just a lot going on. Did in your you head. make any noises? No. <laughs> you know what though? In hindsight, I kind of wish I did just to like really mess with well, people. It would have been so funny if you would have like put on like a song, like let me sit this ass <laughs> <laughs> right? on you. Or uh, Marvin Gaye, like just, just yeah. something just blasting. Yeah. And just would have made like some crazy ass noises. Yeah. That would have been hilarious. Um, but anyway, so that was my day. This is the day in the life of a married man. Did you man. have any like anything that you brought? I brought my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I brought my phone. Um, but yeah, so anyways, I, I just, I don't know why I'm telling you guys this, but um, <laughs> that's where we are in the baby making so journey. So if he, if he looks a lot lighter today, if his energy yeah. is a little bit. <laughs> Exhausted. <laughs> um, Y'all know why. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we listen, we've been trying. Um, this was my first testing situation um shay's gone you did a, a dye test yeah i did uh, an ovarian test yeah i did like the ultrasound test the blood work test mm. and the dye test and i'm all good yeah she's got multiple eggs yeah um so you know like you're all good so th- this was like maybe sh- maybe it's me <laughs> so we'll find out but we haven't like you know we we haven't been on a schedule trying no. Like to that degree. We've just been like Not having being careful. Yeah, just having free sex and hoping it's gonna happen. But because yeah. it's been, you know, years that we've had that, like we are like, maybe we should get tested, especially because yeah. it's getting closer to the time that we will. Mm-hmm. So just wanna make sure we're all good. We're all good. So I'll let you know what my swimmers are doing. <laughs> Keep you guys updated. They're lost. He's been <laughs> killing them in the hot yoga. Yeah. Um but these are things I wish I knew before I got married. These are like some of the things um, I will say that luckily, you know, it's it's not that that sensitive a topic for us. Mm-hmm. I know I think you got emotional one time when one of our friends was was pregnant. Yeah. Um, and of course, you know, people can relate to this when you're trying to get pregnant. Everyone around you is pregnant. Yeah. Like literally and, oh. and or on their third baby. Yeah. <laughs> I went to the like store yesterday and everybody in the store was pregnant and I was on yeah. my way to a baby shower. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, come on, man. So, um, but again, luckily we've, we've, um, been able to keep our spirits high, our spirits high, be optimistic, you know, when the time is right. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, but anyways, I would love for it to happen just naturally where it's yeah. like God's timing. It's not, you know, yeah. artificially inserted. Me too. Turkey based inside me. Same. I, I'm hoping the same. Yeah. I think it will. I want to be like pleasantly surprised, not like anticipating, mm-hmm. you know. I think it will. If if I'm being honest, the last couple of years, I don't know if it would have been the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With all that we had going on work-wise in our yeah. relationship um yeah living situation i think it'll happen at the right time yeah i hope so so again today's topic uh things i wish i would have known before i got married um what comes to mind honey when i throw that at you <sighs> um I mean, I I guess I always, I was going to say it's not easy, but I think I always knew that it wasn't going to be easy. I always knew that anytime you're combining lives, like whether it's marriage or just living together, there's going to be rocky patches in that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I'm trying to think what else can come to my mind. I only laugh at that, by the way, because you did, I didn't. 
we, we've documented here several what? times. Like I did not think there was going to be some crazy. Oh yeah, you didn't think there was going to be. You thought it was going to be all like rainbows and sunshine. That was going to be a show on ABC. <laughs> or NBC. Yeah, I really did. But even then, even them, <laughs> yeah, they I know, have I issues. Know. I know. Yeah, shame on me. Um, well, I'll start us off a little bit. So one thing for me that comes to mind, and um, I forgot. I think this was from Esther Perel. She said, in marriage, would you rather be right or would you rather be married? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. And that really stuck with me because I'm like, yeah. Because, you know, the happy wife, happy life, you know, that's that's got some, mm-hmm. like, that is subjective, right? Um, but do you want to be right or do you want to be married? And that reminds me of compromise. Mm-hmm. And one thing I wish I would have known before we got married is um, – how much compromising you have to do. They talk about it, but but they don't really specify like how much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I used to think compromise was, okay, fine, you win, I lose this time. And then the next time is like, no, I win and you lose because, you know, mm-hmm. I won last time and you, you're you up now. Like, I guess in my subconscious, that's what I kind of thought compromising mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Um, that's something I wish I would have known. Um, another thing is... I feel like I prepared so much for our wedding and very little for our marriage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How did you prepare for the wedding? Like taking sax lessons? Sax lessons. Did you say sax? Yeah. Sax. So you're still no. thinking about no. you're still thinking about my, my morning. You're still thinking because I definitely um, said sax. It sounds like sex. In the comments, did you hear sex <laughs> or sax, sax, sax at first? I mean it's it's one word off. I mean it's one, one letter. letter off. It's so. kind of blended. Anyways. Um, no, I, I was so prepared for, you know, or preparing for the wedding financially, the saxophone for sure lessons, um, what I was going to wear, the, the photography, the videography, the aesthetic, like the aisle, the chairs, mm-hmm. the, the decor, the locate. Like I was so focused on that, mm-hmm. that little did I know uh, that's one day mm-hmm. in the marriage is hopefully for a lifetime. And yeah. um, I did a very poor job of preparing for the marriage. Yeah. I think for me, one thing that comes to mind as I was listening to you talk is um, the little things don't matter. Little things don't matter? Don't matter. Mm, But they add up. Yeah, they add up. But I think that like when I say little things, it's just I guess they. Yeah. I just think that they just don't matter sometimes. Like when you like. Like come out of like our moment right here and you Mm -hmm. really just like, you know, 30, 40 years later, we're not going to be yeah, thinking about the little things, you know, mm-hmm. we won't even remember the little things. I think even today, a lot of the little things that were important to us before, we probably can't really think of all of them, you know? Yeah. Another thing that comes to my mind is just like, which I wish I was more prepared is just like the unity that comes in marriage, you know, yeah. and, and really allowing that to happen and mm-hmm. not pushing back on it and not you know I feel like I I had a hard time on like really allowing us to become one why did you why do you think you had a hard time I think because I I have like such an independent um I'm just like very independent I think I just a lot of different reasons which we've talked about in the Mm -hmm. other episodes that we recently have done so just (laughs) they're 30 minutes long so no excuse play those back I don't want to you know, continue to repeat myself, but yeah, yeah, just keeping it to that Mm -hmm. is really just like allowing that unity to happen more and and really truly feeling like we're on the same team and not like me against you, you Mm -hmm. versus me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it was interesting because I was really looking forward to the unity Mm -hmm. of our marriage. Um, but you also weren't always allowing it. No, I, so no, I wasn't I leading think with it's, it. It's sure. definitely one thing to look forward to because I think mm-hmm. I was also looking forward to that too. But it's another thing to subconsciously have that block that's not allowing you to have it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's well said. I, I think um, not that I didn't take our, our dating or mm-hmm. boyfriend-girlfriend relationship seriously, but... There is something about this is my wife. This mm-hmm. is my husband. This is the ring that I have on. There's there's something more significant and more of a um, of a of a uh, value, I guess, mm-hmm. is the word I use. There's something else I wanted to say about that word, but anyways, um, 
but yeah, and it's it's. Uh, I remember talking about this actually with, with some friends, and um, along the lines of like, when you introduce, if if you're in a public setting, let's let's say you're at a you're at an event, right? And you and I are there, and I'm like, oh, this is my girlfriend Shay, mm-hmm. right? Or this is my wife Shay. I and you, we will be viewed differently depending mm-hmm. on what we are. Yeah. It's just a status thing. It's funny that you say that because I have a friend right now who's about to have a baby and her and her it's boyfriend yeah. are not yet married. And whenever I'm talking about her and I'm like, oh, her boyfriend, it, I just feel weird saying that because yeah. I feel like there's so much more than that. They sure. So I get what you're saying. And, th- and there's there's probably like it doesn't it doesn't hold the same ground. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's probably some judgment there from mm-hmm. when they're telling people that. Right. Yeah. So I bring it up because. I didn't not not that I wish I knew this, but I, I didn't know before we got married, like the significance of that and how much more seriously people take me or maybe mm-hmm. you've noticed how much seriously people take you or how serious people take us. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it's just interesting. And, and um, that's something I didn't know before we mm-hmm. got married. I didn't even it wasn't even on my radar to think about. Pardon the interruption, part two. Right now, I wanted to come in and talk about what you continue to hear me talking about throughout this episode and this season, which is the consultations that I offer. Consultations with JD may or may not be for you, but if they are for you or you're thinking, can they be for me? Let's go over what entails consultation with JD. First off, it's one-on-one between you and I or you and I and Shay, if you'd like, or better yet, you, your partner, me, and Shay. Now, I record every single session via Zoom because of this main reason. You're not going to have to worry about what I said, what you said, what Shay said, what we came up with. You can just focus. And when I send you the recording after the session's over, you can play the recording back, listen to it, watch it as many times as you'd like to soak up all the information that we got throughout that session. Lastly, I'm going to read a couple of different reviews that I've had from my clients. I thought I'd share just again so you can get an idea of what's the session like with J.D.? My consultation with JD was a great experience. He allowed me to see my situation from a different point of view, which was very helpful, even more so than my therapy sessions. Sessions with JD can't be described in one word, so I'll use a few. Informative, understanding, deep, sobering, realizing, inspirational, kind, and growing. He shows up just as much as I do, if not more. It's a safe space where I can be myself. He will challenge you to help you grow at your own pace. And you wouldn't think that someone who doesn't know you at all can help you learn about yourself in just a couple sessions. JD is an incredibly skilled coach. He has such an easy way of connecting with you and making you feel seen and understood, yet he isn't afraid to challenge you and hold you accountable. We got right to it our first session, and I walked away with tactical next steps to take towards my goals. You get the sense he has really done the work for himself and is excited to share with others. I can't wait to work with him further. So again, a couple beautiful reviews from some amazing people, ones who I really admire to show up to do the work because it's not easy. But again, you don't have to do it alone. So consultations with JD, the link is in the description below. I'm here when you're ready to get to work. Back to the episode. It was a little, was it an adjustment for you to be like my wife? Uh, Yes. I mean, short answer. Um, but I was looking forward to that title. Yeah. I, I remember like when we were engaged, I was already like, I can't wait to say this is my wife. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to overuse that word because yeah. um, we didn't it's have an a accomplishment. Long, we didn't have a long time of saying boyfriend and girlfriend. No. It was like really quick. And then it was fiance. And then it was Fian- we h- we held the fiance title that longer <laughs> than the boyfriend title. We did. Um, yeah. And now we're going strong with the wife husband title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, you know, I was really excited because it's it's an accomplishment, and um, it is something to be proud of, and and um, to be excited to to mm-hmm. use that title. But um, I will say it's an adjustment to hear you say it, even mm-hmm. to this day. Like the other day, you you were on a call, and uh, you're like, "Oh, my husband," and I was like, "Oh." I say my husband like twenty times a day. Really? Yeah. Okay. I love saying it now. Yeah. Um. All right, so look, just really quick. Um, so I just want to um, hit a couple of the the chapters, the contents in this book. 
Um, forgive the garbage man in the background, by the way. <laughs> I was like, it's back. It, it doesn't matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> Friday, or Saturday. I think Sunday's the only day they don't come on this No, block. they still come. come on okay. If it's not Sunday, then they're definitely cutting the grass at 7 a.m. But anyways, <laughs> um, I want to hit some of these chapters, and, and uh, we can we can pick one just to um, what stands out to you. But again, from the book... Um, Things I Wish I'd Known Before I Got Married by Gary Chapman. Here are some of the things, so tell me what stands out. Things I Wish I Had Known That Being in Love Is Not an Adequate Foundation for Building a Successful Marriage. It's basically like when love isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Um, that romantic love has two stages, not just one. Um, I Wish I Had Known How to Solve Disagreements Without Arguing. Mm, that's a good one. Amazing. I Wish I Had Known That Apologizing is a Sign of Strength. <laughs> mm, that's amazing. I wish I had known that forgiveness is not a feeling. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, things I I wish I had known that we needed a plan for handling our money. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Get us out of this apartment, Justin. Let's yes. go. I wish I had known that mutual sexual fulfillment is not automatic. Interesting. And I wish I had known that developing a healthy dating relationship is important. Mm-hmm. So... Let that marinate. I feel like we could do an episode on each little chapter, to be honest, but there are like a good handful of some that we can dive into. Um, Obviously, all the ones that we were like, "Mm, Mm -hmm. yes, uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh-huh. But even like that last one, I think think that's one thing that we didn't really get. And maybe that's why our marriage was so rocky initially because we had such a short-lived dating period not to mention it was long distance yep you know so there was a lot of like you know we wouldn't see each other and then we would see each other and then we wouldn't see each other you know although we talked on the phone all the time it was just it's so different when we're you know together together yeah and there's not that traditional like hey i'll pick you up no and i like drop you off i think about that all the time i'm like we never got that and we've talked about it before in here, which in it reminds me of the stat uh, or the phrase rather, um, lat L A T, which is living apart together. And I remember mm-hmm. we joked around about like maybe we should live apart and yeah. <laughs> date again. Yeah. All right. Well, then move <laughs> out. I'll move out actually. Um, but anyways, uh, we can start maybe with uh, like I would have loved that experience of like just yeah. like you picking me up. Yeah. Us going on a date, like that kind of like mm-hmm. excitement. You, you know? still do that. You role play. Yeah. I would love it. Let's do it. Just start with that. Yeah. I actually wanted to um, do an episode entitled When Love Isn't Enough. And so this is, I guess, kind of perfect. Um, do you believe love is enough for a serious relationship no there's so much more okay. i never believed that mm. yeah okay. i mean i'm the one who entered this relationship knowing that mm. it was going to be work i was the one that when we were going through those those rough patches i'm like this is this is all part of it part of it yeah you know, I, it's, you answered threw me off because you are all things love so of course i didn't know where you stood on that but okay so <laughs> Um, the author talks about that there's two stages of love. Um, there's the infatuation love, the beginning of love, which he says, um, studies have shown it that only lasts two years max. Mm -hmm. If if you're lucky two years, the second stage of love is more intentional Mm -hmm. and it's more, and I use this word loosely, but it's more work Mm -hmm. basically. So um, again, Gary Chapman is the author of the five. And that's usually when a lot of people give up. So it's like right. they don't even allow themselves to get to the level that's like the more rewarding, unconditional side of love. Right. So Gary Chapman is the author. He's also the author of the five love languages, which everyone should be very familiar right. with. <laughs> um, and so he he goes into this part and he says, like, you know, this second stage of love, which is more work and it's more intentional and it's, um, a little bit more effort you have to mm-hmm. put into it. This is where the five love languages really come into play. Um, when I was listening to this this part of the book um, and thinking about love languages, it made me think about this. So when we first met, your number one love language was touch. 
mm-hmm. right? I feel like that's... I, it was never my number one. I didn't want to, like, correct you. It, quality time was always my number one. Physical touch was number two. Okay. I, I don't think there's a correction thing. I think you always said it's my number one because it was my last. Mm-hmm. So even in therapy, you would make that clear that it was Maybe I was one. like, it was my top. It oh, was okay. my top two. So, um, anyways, very important to you. And I feel like you've kind of grown out of that. I feel like touch has, has actually dropped down. Like being married to you now for, for mm-hmm. uh, two and a half years, going on three, together now for, for six, basically. Um, I would rank your love languages in, in terms of how you want to receive it mm-hmm. as acts of service being number one now. Um, quality time. Um, and then I would say touch, words of affirmation, gifts. Yeah, I think that's probably right. Okay. And I'll have to look back at my score because I know that there was two that came in equal, mm-hmm. and then there was one right underneath that. So I felt like I always like my top three were just so close where mm-hmm. they were they might as well be like all tops. I just don't remember access mm-hmm. service being that important I don't to you. I don't either, but now I do feel like where it, it is important. Yeah. No, in I, some I, ways. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, so anyways, I, I just was listening to him. Like, oh, I want to talk to Shay about this because um, I've had a couple of questions like, can your love languages change? Mm-hmm. And um, I've, I've always said yes, just like your attachment styles can change. Um, if you don't know about attachment styles, you should definitely watch or listen to the episode. Attachment Styles and Therapy with Miss Keandra Jackson, <laughs> episode 27, season one. Who who knows this stuff, you know? Just throwing out a guess there. But anyways. I mean, I could have I could have said it. You didn't know the episode number. <laughs> <laughs> would you have been pleasantly surprised? I would did? have been shocked, let alone pleasantly <laughs> surprised. Um, but yeah, so, you know, things can change, right? And, and they can evolve. Um, I'm not going to go down the the rabbit hole of like why your love language has changed but nonetheless mm-hmm. bringing back to this this book and this part that we're, we're um, touching on right now um that's the stage two of love it requires way more effort way more work and getting to know your partner's love languages understanding their their attachment styles understanding their um reasons behind their love languages and attachment styles where they're rooted from um mm-hmm. who kind of is their reference point for you know all the above Um, it's really important. So that's, to me, love is not enough. Um, in fact, I think a lot of people might just get lost in that, but I love him or but I love her. Mm -hmm. It's like, what else? (laughs) That's, that's, that's two Mm -hmm. years max. If you're lucky, Mm -hmm. do you think ours lasted two years, by the way? I mean, I I feel like, like how I see it is I feel like our love is evolving. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people with anything give up when things get hard, shit gets hard, Mm -hmm. whether it's like a diet, whether it's a working out plan. I think that that's just like, it's part of anything. If you want to see the other side of success in something, you have to go through those rough times. A hundred percent. But I, to answer your question, I think it's gotten better. I feel like it's gotten more it's expanded in so many different ways and levels and depthness. Yeah. I was gonna say there's definitely more depth. Mm-hmm. I don't know if depthness is a word, but I, I, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. There's definitely more depth there. Um, and more experiences to go off of. Um, I feel good about that. Should we move on? I've even noticed recently and I, and I have to say that I uh, like really appreciate this because sometimes I feel like, you know, when you just like have something that bothers you and we've talked about this when we're just like, F you. And it just feels so good. Like (laughs) having that release. There's times too, where stuff bothers me and I really have to like verbally say it because I'm, you know, I went through the part of my, of myself, um, healing and self work of like Mm -hmm. really trying not to just keep everything in and having more of a voice and what I'm feeling and stuff and not put my own feelings on the back burner. Mm -hmm. And in that there's been moments where I try, like I want to voice how I feel and it doesn't always come out the right way. And I feel like in the past it has caused like a really big fight between us Mm -hmm. because of your reaction to it. Yeah. And, and then I regret even like voicing how I felt or like having that moment or whatever. Mm -hmm. And now I've noticed there's been many times where I've, I've said like 
stuff just because I need to say it. Mm -hmm. And you just, you don't even respond at all. And I really, really appreciate that about Mm -hmm. you lately because I feel like I'm always nervous to say something. It's a release for me. So it definitely feels good. And I think you, you take it a lot lighter than however you would take it in the past. Yeah. And I appreciate that. (laughs) You're welcome. I (laughs) I wish I could know why I, I don't really know. You know, it's hard. We're not in that moment. I think I have the answer. I think you've really allowed yourself to understand me more. And I think you don't really take those comments or those feelings to personal or Mm -hmm. to heart. Mm -hmm. And you allow me to, to feel you've given me a safe place to feel how I'm feeling without like needing to solve the problem. Mm. That might be it. Yeah. The solve the problem part. Because, you know, as, as I've said before, as men, we are programmed to fix the problem mm-hmm. and solve the problem. And sometimes, as you taught me, um, the solution is just in the understanding. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to fix anything. I just need you to understand mm-hmm. either what I'm going through, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking. Um, the next time I feel it, I'll actually, because there was yeah. a moment recently that you did it and I was like, hmm. Yeah, please. And I felt like like I wanted to thank you. Like, thank you. Thank yeah. you for letting me get that off my chest and not really having anything to yeah. to banter back with, mm. you know. Was it the the podcast filming situation maybe? I don't remember. There's been a lot of recent times that okay. I've that I've caught you so it would yeah. be hard to I to try to think and identify okay like the specific but the next time you do yeah. it i will i'll probably just randomly say thank you yeah let me know thank I'm, you I'm for I'm your curious. silence thank <laughs> you for if you are just like allowing me to just vent because a lot of the times it's it's like my just initial feelings like in mm-hmm. in trying to having them out, yeah and having the the safe place with you to be able to just like like say it without mm-hmm. judgment without um uh a dialogue back yeah. and forth or a question or, or you know, yeah, it yeah. just like, it makes me feel, it allows me to release it and it allows me to feel like I just have a safe place to even communicate it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I might be like just being dumb or in my feelings or, you know, just like mm-hmm. on one and you're just like, okay, like yeah. I'm just going to let her have this moment. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, I guess a testament of the work for sure and the evolution and, mm-hmm. and really the um, the trust that we have, that we've built between us. It mm-hmm. Perfect segue in, into more into this book. Um, there's a chapter that says how to resolve disagreements without arguments. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what we've done really well here lately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, instead of everything being a, a, a conflict or a, a blown out of proportion mm-hmm. thing or you know, we're not talking for a couple hours or, or a day, you know, um, we've really come together in a beautiful way, communication wise to, um, to solve these, these disagreements. And I think you're right. It's, um, I think I just trust that the outcome will present itself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be me who comes up with it. But I also feel like before in the past, you never made me feel like I had a safe place to feel my own feelings. Mm-hmm. It was always like, but I don't understand or, but like, you know, mm-hmm. and now I feel with you just having that silence, it almost makes me feel like you're allowing me to feel how I'm feeling. Yeah, I get it. I'm, I'm happy yeah. that that <laughs> happens. Um, but yeah, so uh, let's let's go down again. This um, how to solve disagreements without arguing. Um, Not everything. Let that be like that's a perfect segue because. Yeah let that be an example of like not everything needs a response. Sometimes you just need that ear Mm -hmm. to allow yourself. Like there's sometimes when you're going through stuff with your family and I, I know that it's not so much you're, you're kind of just processing your feelings out loud. Yeah. Yeah. And and I wish I would have known that what you just said, not everything needs a response um, before marriage um, because, you know, this is obviously the most, serious relationship I've ever been in you've ever been in the first time for us that we're here but it's again that long-term mindset Mm -hmm. we talked about recently um that really helps me focus on the present it helps me focus on okay this doesn't have to have a solution right now Mm -hmm. I don't have to get every word out right now We'll, we'll come back to it when the time is right and and a lot of those times dissolve you know dissolve a lot of the arguments and and dissolve a lot of the tension um, 
and maybe even like the defensiveness or mm-hmm. the irritation or reaction. So um, that would have been great to have known early on because mm-hmm. that would have saved us a lot. <laughs> um, but we had to figure it out on our own. But just for everyone like that, that's a that's a great takeaway is just really understanding like if this is your person, understand the, the, the long haul is way more important mm-hmm. than the short term right now. Yeah, I agree. That's great advice. All right. Let's go with that apologizing. Oh, sorry. So we'll go with, I wish I had known that apologizing is a sign of strength. <laughs> this is more me than you, maybe. I was like, I really love that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I didn't think apologizing was a sign of weakness. Well, okay, I guess I did. What, where I'm going is, I used to have this fear of, it's probably my ego or just as a guy, uh, one or the other. But um, I used to have this fear of not having the answers or not mm-hmm. having that solution. solution. So if I'm coming to you to apologize, I guess it made me feel in the past like I failed and I didn't I didn't have the right thing to say or to do at mm-hmm. this moment. Chicago, stop. What is happening? It was also. <laughs> so with that, it's... um. It's something that I had to learn along the way, um, that it's not a sign of, of weakness. It's not a sign of um, inadequacy. It's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I messed up and I made yeah. a mistake. And this is a judgment-free zone and, and a safe space. Um, but it took me a while to figure that out. Do you think it also had to do with you not wanting to, like when you used to look at fighting, you know, mm-hmm. it was like me versus you. Either mm-hmm. you're going to win or I'm going to win. Yeah. And, you know, used to say like, um, I forgot there was a saying that used to have, but do you think it also had to do with that? Like if I apologize, that's me, like basically waving the white flag. Yeah. No, no, I, I just hate losing. (laughs) I I think that's probably it. I hate losing. I, I, um, I used to hate being wrong. I don't mind Mm -hmm. it now at all because now I can learn. Um, but the competitiveness in me, I I hate losing. Mm -hmm. So um but yeah you you know but it is that mind mind um shift that has to happen because it's not losing you know right right i think the fact that you or we you know in general we we grew up thinking that like if Mm -hmm. you if you're apologizing you're losing or whatever if you're in a fight and you don't get the last word you're losing you know and i think that's all like that's what we've it's like that shift yeah, yeah the shift in our mindset that we have to like readjust Mm -hmm. and unlearn Mm -hmm. for sure yeah so it's it's um now i look at it as um a sign of maturity for sure (laughs) number one growth a step towards us Mm -hmm. and not not me um i feel like apologizing is also a uh, another way of being vulnerable because you're you're letting go of your ego you're letting go of your you know whatever Mm-hmm. Pride. Thoughts, pride, yeah. Yeah. Part of the interruption, just wanted to hop in here really quick for a couple reminders. The first reminder is the merch is available and it is back better than ever. I have some beautiful, super dope new designs, especially with the gratitude for the win, therapy for the win, and the vulnerability and normalizing that for men. Those three designs are brand new. I personally love them and I'm really excited to showcase them to you guys and and I'm hoping you have the same feeling that I do. So you can go get those right now at justindavis.life. That's justindavis.life. Of course, the link will be in the description below whether you're listening or watching this. But again, just a friendly reminder, still merch out here. Got some long sleeves, got some crew neck sweatshirts, got some hoodies, got some t-shirts, whatever you need, whatever climate and season you're in. By the way, this time, as I switch some stuff around, shipping. I repeat, shipping worldwide. So all the international followers and the, and the beautiful supporters of the community, I'm sorry about the past, but it's a new day. Get your merch too. It cost you a little pretty penny because shipping overseas apparently is crazy expensive as I came to find out. But nonetheless, we are now shipping internationally. So justindavis.life, go get yours, support your boy, and spread the message some beautiful ones out there back to the episode i have noticed that you've 
apologized a little bit more lately. I feel like you didn't really apologize. Yeah, I I didn't like to be wrong. <laughs> I like wanted like I strive for perfection, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's a lot of things like that. I've always wanted to be perfect, you know, Mm -hmm. I think, and it probably roots back to my childhood of like, Mm -hmm. you know, not having my dad in my life and then wanting to be the best for my mom. And yeah, I feel like I, yeah, Yeah. it was hard for me to be wrong. Yeah. Same. In all areas of life. A hundred percent. Yeah. Me too. I'm a perfectionist as well. And, um, it's a whole nother episode. (laughs) I'm dealing with Even like playing childhood games. I would almost get anxiety about playing a game because I was, I did not want to lose. Same. Yeah. And once I heard that Michael Jordan once cheated in go fish, I was like, Oh, game. On. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm never going to lose. I'll just cheat my way through. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's um, again, it's, it's, I think it's back to that trust with us. You know, it's, it's trust that this, I'm not going to sit here and be like, aha, you lost, mm-hmm. you know, I was right. You were wrong. And like, you trust that now. So you're able to come to me and apologize and vice versa. And, I'm not going to be judged or looked at as less than or, again, inadequate. Um, and that really helps me come to the table with my vulnerability and say, I, I, I admit I'm wrong or I didn't mm-hmm. understand this correctly. I thought I did or um, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's a beautiful thing. And it feels not like an entitled, egotistical way, but it does feel so good to receive an apology from mm-hmm. you because I'm like, oh, man, like she gets it. Like, so now we can figure this out together, you know, and, and I'm sure vice versa. Mm-hmm. When I come to you and say, I'm sorry, you know, what does that do yeah. for you? I mean, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I think even like yesterday. <laughs> I was like, can you expand? No. <laughs> I think even, I think last night when I felt bad about not going with you to go pick up food mm-hmm. and without you even saying anything i didn't know if like you were really feeling a a type of way or not but like Mm -hmm. immediately i addressed it when you got home you know um i think that yeah i think like it's just nice it makes you feel like understood without even having your voice you Mm -hmm. know and i think that's really important when you're in a relationship that's long term to kind of feel like he gets me without me having to tell him yeah what I need or what I'm feeling. Yeah. And that takes time Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, All right. I want to go into, um, I don't don't really remember where it is in the book, but I remember reading this really cool idea of listening to your partner. And he Mm -hmm. talks about how, you know, we're all so immediately put on edge or have anxiety or it's cringe when, when you hear your partner say, we need to talk. (laughs) I mean, if you hear anybody say those words, that's like a universal, like, I remember even just friends of mine, we need to talk. I'm like, what do they do? Yeah. Immediately. So it puts you in that fight or flight. It puts you in that defense mode and, and, um, you're immediately guarded. And so he talks about how like there's your way. Actually, let let me get this right. Hold on. So I had to grab the book. He talks about there's meeting in the middle. There's meeting on your side. And then there's meeting later. So the meeting in the middle should be self-explanatory. Same thing with meeting on your side. But this meeting in the middle is really interesting. Meeting later. Uh, I'm sorry. Meeting meeting later is really interesting. Because he talks about how instead of saying we need to talk, let me know when you have time to talk, which is the later. Like. And a. Cringe. Trigger. (laughs) Trigger central. But he says. Instead, approach your partner by saying, whenever you have some time, I would love to listen to whatever you have to say or whatever's on your heart or on your mind. Mm-hmm. So just let me know. Like, how much different do you instantly feel? Your guards are down, your walls. You're like, yeah. oh, well, I got time right now, actually, if, if you got time. It just sounds so weird to hear. What do you mean? Like, whenever you have time, I'm, I want to listen to what oh. you have to say. What if the person's like, I'm not... I, don't I have, have nothing to say. to say. Yeah, sure. And in that moment, I guess it's like, I have nothing to say, but why do you ask? Yeah. Right. And then I would respond with, well, actually, I, I would love if you m- can make some time to listen mm-hmm. to some of the things I have to say. But I'm going to start with you first, you know, if you have to. Uh, I love the saying, when you're able to be heard, you can hear better. Mm-hmm. So I would feel like if you're able to be heard and you feel like I, I validated you, then you would do the same for me. Mm-hmm. So. I definitely want to try that next time. There's something on my mind, something on your mm-hmm. mind. I want us to come to each other and say, hey, whenever you have time, like I would love to listen to you. 
but it, it's kind of I mean, we in essence have been doing this where i yeah. i call them quarterly check-ins yeah you know what would you rate us right now how are we yeah. doing what what ways can i be better we have our love box that your mom gave us if anyone's new here it's two separate boxes and uh shay and i can put in different note cards with with whatever's on our mind or our heart good or bad by the way um and the overall uh intention of this box is to just get your feelings out without a response mm-hmm. um if it warrants a response you can put like hey can we make time so i can listen to you about <laughs> I this i was just gonna say be <laughs> careful <laughs> talk about it but um but it's, it's really cool and it helped us out a lot in the beginning um and every now and then, you know, we, we throw some more notes in there. So, again, just just more effective ways in, in the communication department that everyone can try. Because um, here's another thing. It's not in the book. I just know this from our experience. Here's a huge thing I wish I would have known before marriage. Tone and delivery is everything when communicating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything. My boy Chad, my best man at the wedding, taught me this a long time ago years ago and he says you can have the greatest message ever to deliver to somebody yep. but if your delivery is if, if you could have the greatest message but yeah if you so i'll say it again he used to say if you could have the greatest message ever to give to somebody but if your delivery is off that message is never going to get across mm-hmm. and same thing with tone you could have the greatest thing ever to say to someone but if your tone is too high or too low it's not going to hit the same so tone and delivery uh it should be common sense, but <laughs> it wasn't for your boy. I was like, well, wow. I think a lot of times like we're reacting, you yeah, know, sure. and we're not allowing ourselves the time to really process to mm. be able to um, properly articulate. Yeah, yeah 100%. So, um, but yeah, so maybe try that out with your partner, you know, like, hey, whenever you have some time, I'd love to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Um which may sound weird at first, but you'll get you'll get used to it. You'll get comfortable with it. It'll just be you know one of your one of your new things that you guys come up with. But um, anything else comes to your mind? Things you wish you'd known? Mm. There was some other good ones. If we're like still talking about the book, I, actually, really quick because we just had dinner with them two days ago. I want to I want to talk about this. Thank God we did know this before we got married, but a destination wedding. Oh, yeah, yeah. Destination wedding is the way to go. In our opinion, definitely mine. Like I'm 1,000%. Yeah. Anyone that asks for wedding advice, like the actual wedding itself, I'm always like, please do a destination wedding. Yeah. Here, here's a couple like, okay. Sorry. I was going to say the way that it was presented to us because we were contemplating, we were going to, I think we were looking at hunting the hummingbird's nest, hummingbird's like nest in LA. local in in Santa Clarita, I think Valley or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and we ran into somebody, and we were contemplating whether to do the destination or you know here. And and their advice was, who they actually got married in Jamaica. They're like, if you could do a destination wedding, definitely do that because yeah. think about it. It's like the one time you get all of your loved ones together and go. You go. You basically are on vacation with them. Yep. And she, we recently had dinner with them, and they said that till this day. They've been trying to get their family to do a one big trip in vacation. And it's, she's like, it's, it's impossible. She's like, I almost want to get remarried again because then it gives people a purpose and, um, and people are more likely to go. Yeah. But it's true. Like, wouldn't Uh, you love to do another group of like family and friends? A thousand percent. I said the the other episode, like I want to get married again. Yeah. One, because there's a, not a totally, but there's a lot more new people I'd love to have there and some old ones that won't be there, <laughs> which is totally fine. Um, but yeah, it, you know, there's just so many reasons, but if but not because of the people, what about us? No, no. I mean, of course, but I mean, you were talking about the, yeah, the yeah. people traveling together. Yeah. I was rolling off of that, but yeah, for yeah. us, definitely. I mean, our, our story has like gone from, I would say, uh, a, a beautiful seven to like a 27 yeah. in, in like these two and a half years. Yeah. I also feel that I definitely want to renew our vows at really? 10 year. Yeah. Oh, oh so I thought you meant now. I was like, no, I'm good with my stuff now, but in 10 years. Yeah. Like not meaning change. I loved our vows, yeah. but just like, I don't know, like a vow renewal totally, ceremony yeah. where our kids will hopefully like mm-hmm. be there. And, and yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Definitely. Which I feel like that's like, coming we're halfway there 
We're not. We're not. We are <laughs> not even on three years yet. So we are. Yeah, we are. No, we're not. Yes, this we are. This will be 19, three years. 2021, 22, 23. We're, this is going to be four-year wedding oh, sorry, anniversary. Oh, sorry, four-year anniversary. Uh-huh. COVID year messed me up, man. That's right. Four years. Four years. We're almost halfway there. Sorry, you're right. Yep. I apologize. <laughs> 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 but um, but anyways, uh, again, if anyone's listening, Destination Wedding for the win. Again, as Shay said, it's it's the pretty much going to be the only time both families come together at the same time, number one. Number two if it's just on one night in your city where you live or where you're from, I can almost guarantee you it will be literally impossible to spend quality time with your guests, mm-hmm. like true quality time. Like we have uh, just about 50 people at our wedding yeah. and I still feel like we didn't get moments with a lot of people. Yep. Cause the, the weekend, first of all, the day goes by so fast, That's let alone like yeah. even the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I can't even imagine just cramming that all in no on way. one day. No chance. I mean, there are some people, unfortunately, who literally flew in for the wedding and flew out the next mm-hmm. day. So we didn't get that much time with them. But for majority of everybody else, we had multiple days with them, multiple dinners, multiple like individual moments where mm-hmm. jet skiing with, with the guys and you guys did, I think, spa things and, and whatever. Um, so highly, highly, highly recommend a destination wedding and that is something that i'm grateful we knew before we got married and hopefully we can save someone else and here here's the kicker too when it comes to destination weddings you know how your mom or your dad or, or your grandma maybe is gonna try to persuade you to invite uncle so-and-so and cousin so-and-so that you could care less to be to have them at your wedding you have a destination wedding it weeds out uncle yeah. so-and-so because <laughs> uncle so-and-so is like oh man sorry junior i, I can't afford it and you're like hey I get it. I totally understand. We, we, <laughs> we'll be thinking about you while we're there, right? So that also helps too. And it should, didn't for us, yeah. I don't think, but it should save you money. Um, yeah. I don't think it, it did for us. So anyways, in wrapping this up, as we could go on and on, maybe we will do another episode here. Um, this book is called Things I Wish I'd Known Before We Got Married. Gary Chapman is the author. Uh, it's a good book. Have at it. And um, those are just our, also our two cents. So learn as we go. Yes. I feel like there's so many more good tips in that yeah. book. Yeah, um, we, sh- we should hit a couple more one time. Yeah, I would love that. Um, go over it together. All we right. Can, we can learn with you guys. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> I don't know what order this is going to play out in. Are you serious? But as far as... Like your sincerity? Yeah, I don't know what order you're putting No, no, are you serious for thanking me for having you on? Always. It's not always. One of my favorite things about you is that you include me in everything, even though I don't always want to be included. Most of the time you don't? Mm -hmm. No, I love it. I love... love I love golf. I love... Your camera's (laughs) dead. You can talk to this one. (laughs) It already knows you're full of shit. I am, like, liking golf a little bit more. Well, listen. listen. I was up last night looking at golf outfits. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. It's like getting a tattoo. Once you get one, it's really hard to stop. Well, that's how I felt when I, you know, when we went to go play that last course. um, The first time, I felt You played great. I felt like I, like, was like, I'm an athlete. This is easy. (laughs) Yeah. I do this all the time. And then the last time, I was like, what on earth like yeah this is annoying and then you just want to do what you did the last time yeah. and you can't and it's frustrating <laughs> but now you're talking dirty to me <laughs> i could have you could have recorded that and i could have used it today in my my <laughs> sperm retention situation could have used that for material I, that's what i should have just you should have got you. one of your outfits you know golf i outfits, thought about that yesterday the club, showing I, some cheeks i thought about that yesterday as a joke that i was gonna do to you like I was going to, like, send you a video of me, like, putting the ball into the hole. Naked? No, I don't even think I need to be in the video. <laughs> yes, you do. You think the ASMR of the ball going in the hole is going to, yeah. oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do it for me? Yeah. <laughs> no. The sound. It is not like that. But no. in, in all seriousness, like, part of the reason why I include you on almost... You probably were watching golf while you were doing no, that. No, I was not. But... Part of the reason why um, 
I include you in, in so much is because you're my best friend and I want to do any and all things with you, including going to get food at nine o'clock at night, going golfing, going to Target and, I, and having you on the show. It's, it's just like any and all things. You know? I love that. So I really do. Cool. Well, good. You'll be back for part two of, of <laughs> this season. So holding you to it. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.